What's up, you beautiful people? Fucking kings. Kings and queens. It's April 7th, boys. And we did have some good news. Well, first off, the best news of the day. April 7th, National Beer Day, baby. Hope you're cracking some cold ones open with your boys. With the kings. <clears throat> kings and queens. Hope you're cracking open brews, bud. Um, but more good news. Which is what we need in the time like now. The greatest of news. It was the best of news. It was the goodest of news. It was the news of Kings. We have a sporting event that's going to happen this month. Sorry, I got a little parched. UFC 249. Tony Ferguson against Guthrie Gagey. Don't know how to say his name. But it's happening, boys. April 18th. We're going to have some boys throwing hands. All hands, all hands flying. There's going to be a fucking Donnybrook on a private island. Dana White came out and said it's going to be a private island. So we can get international fighters there. It's going to be a brawl. The rumble and the jungle. 2.0. So that'll be lit. Uh, the NFL draft still happening April 23rd. It will be via FaceTime or uh Webcam on Zoom, I'm assuming. Fuck it, dude. If you had stocks in Zoom before this, you are a rich person. Because I don't know what they were, but they had to have gone up tenfold. Because that's the only way. That's how every college is working right now. That's how kindergartens are working right now. That's how there's people getting fucking guitar lessons, piano lessons via Zoom. I wonder if those people are getting any discounts because... If I'm paying you to take an online class, or if I'm paying you to go to, go to a class, especially if you come to my house, and then we're doing it online, hey, better get a, better get a little bit of a discount. Um, the NFL released its 2010s all-decade team, and I've got a problem with some of them, and we're going to go over that right now. Quarterbacks. Tom Brady, unanimously picked, and Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, obviously. He's got to be in the fucking all-decades team. Aaron Rodgers, he's great, but you can argue it. And I say if you're going to argue it, you argue with Drew Brees. Drew Brees owns every record. Uh, I believe Drew Brees' teams have done slightly better. But... Drew Brees doesn't get any respect ever. He owns every record there is and got left off the fucking top 10 quarterbacks of all time also. So why would he be left off this list? Running backs, Frank Gore, Marshawn Lynch, Shady McCoy, Adrian Peterson. AD, the only unanimous choice out of that. And one of my players that I think I left off that shouldn't have, Jamal Charles. Where the fuck is Jamal Charles at? I think he should be on there for fucking LaShawn McCoy. Maybe even Marshawn Lynch. Wide receivers. I think they got this right. Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, Calvin, and Julio. Hard to argue that. Hard to argue that. Uh, yes, you can say maybe Antonio Brown because he went fucking haywire last year. But that was one year. This is the 10s. And I, yeah, he is, if he, him playing is one of the best, him playing is one of the best, yeah. One of the best receivers in the game. He's kind of nuts, but we're not going to keep the game off of that. At the flex, they only put one flex. It's Darren Sproles. 
Hard to argue that. That dude did everything. He could catch the ball. He could run outside the tackles. He could return punts, return kicks. Then he broke his arm and tore his ACL in the same play. Rough day. Tight end. Gronk and Kelsey. Very hard to argue that. Probably the two best receiving tight ends other than like, Tony Gonzalez and maybe Antonio Gates. But I still think Gronk's, Gronk and Kelsey are probably still better than at least... They're both better than uh, Antonio Gates. So 2010s, it makes perfect sense. Oh, offensive tackle. You got Peters, Tyron Smith, Joe Staley, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas, only unanimous. That dude's a fucking monster. That guy was a fucking stud. The goddamn Cleveland moving company. Never had a winning year. I think he had an eight-win eight season one time. And that's just not fair because of how fucking good that guy was. Jari Evans, Logan Mankins, Zach Martin, Marshall Yonda. That's your guards. Yonda is a unanimous choice. I think there was, I don't know how many people voted on this. I think it was like five or six. At tackles, you got Alex Mack. Alex Mack and Marquise Pouncey. Neither one of those were uh, unanimous. On defense, defensive end, Calais Campbell, Cameron Jordan, Julius Peppers, J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt unanimous. I feel like J.J. Watt is good. J.J. Watt's a great player. I feel like the name got him into this list more than being actually good, considering he has not played a full season in like five fucking years. He's the only unanimous one out there. Defensive tackles, you got Geno Atkins, Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald, and Dominican Sue. Sue last year, last couple of years, been terrible. When he was on the Lions, that was a force to be reckoned with. One of the dirtiest players in the NFL, but we're not going to hold that against him for this list. Aaron Donald is the only unanimous choice out of that. At your linebackers, you got Chandler Jones, Luke Keekley, Khalil Mack, Von Miller, Bobby Wagner, and Patrick Willis. Hard to argue that. Luke Keekley retired a little early. I still probably think he makes the Hall of Fame, so I think he makes this list. Bobby Wagner, stud. Von Miller, stud. See, the thing about this list is you got a couple guys that are rushers. You got Von Miller, Mack, and Chandler Jones. They're more of an edge rusher than a linebacker. They don't really fall into coverage as often. Then you got Patrick Willis and Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner. Those are more cover linebackers. That might be where they put so many of them because they want to do three and three. But yeah, I'm taking the. I'm, I'm probably taking. If you maybe pick someone for a linebacker, I'm going to take Luke Keekley or Bobby Wagner out of that. If you mean just best overall, it's probably Khalil Mack just because he can blitz. But now nah, I'm probably thinking Bobby Wagner is the most well rounded player on that. Patrick Willis, probably the best run stopping linebacker out of that group. Like it was a fucking giant stud. Cornerbacks Patrick Peterson, Darrell Revis, Richard Sherman. Um, hard to argue that Patrick Peterson has really dropped off the last couple of years, but for two or three years, uh, he was a true shutdown corner and he returned punts. Darrell Revis on Seattle was a stud, kind of dropped off for a little bit, but his career has had a second life come to it. A second, yeah, a second, yeah, a second win to his fucking career. Last year, he played very well. He's been called out a lot by other cornerbacks, including Darrell Revis. Revis Island, no one can argue that. Revis Island was you put him on the one side of the field and you really don't have to worry about it. That that receiver is going to be shut down most of the game. You got half the field covered now. So I get it. This is where I have the biggest issue is at safety. Eric Berry, Earl Thomas, Eric Weddle. 
I don't understand how you leave out Harrison Smith and Cam Chancer. I love Eric Berry. Love how he fucking fought and beat cancer. Respect that. Eric Weddle, I don't get it. I don't get how you put him as the third best safety. These aren't ranked either. This is just him on there. I'm saying he would be the third best out of those three. I don't get how you put him third best out of the, the NFL in the 2010s. He was a stud on the Chargers. I get it. But if I'm going on there, I'm putting Earl Thomas, Cam Chancer, Harrison Smith. Cam Chancer is just an absolute fucking freak of nature. One of the hardest hitting guys in the NFL. But the NFL doesn't give a fuck about that anymore because they're a bunch of soft fucking pussies. And they want to throw a flag at every goddamn play. Um, yeah. Harrison Smith plays up on the line 80% of the plays and he's dropping back on the coverage still. That guy's a nickel monster fucking double-A gap blitzing for fucking safety. He can play the nickel. He can blitz. He can play a linebacker almost, play an outside backer. Don't get how he gets left off, especially when you look at his stats. Out of the three, Eric Berry, Earl Thomas, Eric Weddle, who's the true, the true Hall of Famer? I think only Earl Thomas is the only true guaranteed lock for the Hall of Fame on there. Chancellor and Harris Smith are locks for the Hall of Fame. Don't know how they get left off that list. And for defensive back, which I guess you probably could have put Harrison Smith into one of these, Chris Harris Jr. and Tyron Matthew. <laughs> That's probably where more of where he where uh, Harris Smith belongs. He's more of a back than just a true safety because he plays everywhere on defense. He bounces around from fucking safety to linebacker, every side of the fucking line. And okay, your specialists: Johnny Hecker, Shane Leckler, a punter. Shane Leckler is probably the best punter to every play. Makes sense. Johnny Hecker, good. I feel like. I don't know who I'd replace him with, but I feel like a lot of his clout is a lot of his social media presence, just being what seems like to be a cool guy, which probably is what happened with Eric Weddle also. People just know his name. He's got that sweet beard. Both these guys are just cool. Johnny Hecker goes on team or YouTube and fucking kicks footballs into swing pool and shit for seven yards away. I get it. At kickers, you got Steven Goskowski, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker is a unanimous choice. I think both of these guys are Hall of Famers. Justin Tucker is guaranteed to make the Hall of Fame. This depends on how long it takes him. Steven Goskowski has missed a lot of big kicks in big spots. That year that the Broncos lost to the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, it should have easily been the Patriots in the Super Bowl, but Goskowski missed an extra point. The Patriots come down and score. Instead of being down by seven, they're down by eight, have to go for two and miss it. If, yeah, if they kick that extra point, who knows what happens? Maybe Brady has seven. Maybe they play the, the Seahawks and they get beat up just as bad as the Broncos did because that was an ass kicking. Uh, punt returners, you got Tyree Kill, Darren Sproles. Good for Darren Sproles making this list twice. And kick return, you have Cordero Patterson. And obviously the GOAT of kick returns, Devin Hester. Cordero Patterson, obviously drafted at Tennessee to Minnesota in the first round. Had a lot of big hopes for him. He was really good when you could throw him like a uh, a screen pass or just like a drag across the middle and just let him get in space, let him run across the field, catch it in space. But other than that, he couldn't really run a route. He was fast and shifty, but he did take back a kick 98 and three-quarter yards. Devin Hester, obviously most kick returns and punt returns in history. He beat uh, Deion Sanders for that. Oh, your coaches of the all-time list, Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Belichick, obviously, just been winning been winning since he got to New England. 
And Pete Carroll did kind of dominate the 2010s, even though they didn't. They, well, they, they won one Super Bowl, right? I think they won one. They beat the Broncos and lost to the Patriots. Actually, fuck, how the fuck do you put Pete Carroll on here? When Pete Carroll's run the ball to one. I don't understand how you do that. That, was, that is the biggest coaching error, maybe in the history of the NFL, made by Pete Carroll. Peter, old Peter Carroll, old Peter Gumsmacker, old Peter, my hands are on my knees, Gumsmacking Carroll. Fucking the Gray Bush. Old Peter Carroll, I pay Reggie Bush. Old Peter Carroll. Yeah, it's cool, Liner gets paid. Yeah, but uh, obviously some discrepancies on this list. Don't know how I would, who I would place Pete Carroll with. Maybe Andy Reid. Andy Reid's teams didn't have as much uh, success as Pete Carroll's. Well, actually, that's not true. He won a ring last year. So they had the same amount of rings. Carroll's got one extra Super Bowl. I think he's got one extra Super Bowl than, uh, appearance than Andy Reid. I think Andy Reid only went to one in the tens. Did he go to the Super Bowl with the Eagles? Was he the coach of the Eagles the year they went with T.O. when he had a broken leg? I had like 17 catches. I can't remember. But I don't think that was in the 2010s. Was it? I don't remember. I can't remember. I think that was in like 2000s, early 2000s. So those, that is your list of the NFL. Pop. Or the deck, all decade players. Um, back to UFC. Don't know who else is going to be fighting. So it was supposed to be Ferguson Khabib. This fight has been, or this fight has been um, rescheduled. This will be the sixth time, fifth or sixth time. Since 2013, these guys have been trying to fight. They've been trying to get these fucking dudes in. Uh, 2015 or something like that. I think it was right before he fought Connor, before it could be beat Connor up. I think that was when they, around the time they were trying to do it. And Khabib trains in San Jose. They were not letting anybody else into the gym except Khabib for two hours a day, and the gym was closed the rest of the time. It was just Khabib's team and a trainer allowed in. I think it was actually just Khabib allowed in and his trainer. And maybe one guy to roll with. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how many people let it in. But they were not doing other classes for other fighters. Um, for some reason, Khabib decides to fly back to Dagestan. And now that he's flown out of the country, he cannot get back into the country. Because of this COVID bullshit. So, Ferguson's pissed. We're all pissed. I'm pissed. But at least we got something happening. I'm pretty sure golf says it's going to come back in um, May. Baseball is trying for June, it sounds like. I don't understand how golf is not not being played right now. Like, public golf courses are open. Like, if you go to a golf course right now, at least in California, in Arizona, the West Coast, I believe, except maybe Washington State, um, you can go to a golf course right now. You and your buddies can go to a golf course. You can rent a cart. You can sit right next to somebody. And professional golf, they don't use carts. They walk down the fucking fairway, the, yeah, the fairways. The only time you're even close to somebody is if you're putting. And at the end of the match, you shake hands. So here's an easy thing. If you're not, if it's not your shot, stay off the green. And after the game is over, uh, give them like a little foot tap. Clap feet. Give him an elbow bump with a shirt with a long sleeve on. Shake his hand and wash your fucking hand off with goddamn soap. Or whatever that fucking bullshit's called. This is the this is retarded. I get football and basketball. Every play, you're fucking, there's contact with somebody. They're both contact sports. People are sweating. You're going to fucking have a basketball that you're going to throw back and forth. Golf, you use your clubs. And you should be the only one touching your clubs other than your caddy. 
Have your caddy wipe your fucking club down with a Lysol rag every goddamn shot. He grabs the fucking bottom of it. You can only touch the top of it. It's not a hard... I don't understand golf. I get it. They want to have the grandstands packed, but that's not what makes golf fun. Golf is watched in silence. Golf is fun to watch because you're watching people do things that are unbelievable. Other sports, I get it. You want the crowd noise. You want the fucking... You want someone chaining fucking free throw while someone's shooting free throws or uh, air ball. When LeBron's shooting the fucking free throw on the road, you want the crowd to be going ballistic, screaming at him. And, yeah, I get it. Golf, other than maybe when they tee off, when Tiger fucking tees off at the 17th. Gizzle! Yeah, I can live without 65 fat white dudes yelling, get in the hole! Yeah, we get it. You're not original. That's been said every goddamn, every match. Why is that what why is that a thing that people yell in golf? Get in the hole! No shit. What do you think I'm trying to do, dickhead? What if some people do that a basketball shot? Get in the rim! Get in the hoop! Throw a football pass. Get in the hands! Catch it! Get in the hands! You sound like a moron. And then you have those jackasses that sometimes will say it too early. You say it mid-swing, then they shank it. Now you're the asshole. Just keep your fucking mouth shut. If it goes in, then cheer. Don't cheer because it almost made it. What if football did that? Oh! And they kick the they, they make they kick the ball and he misses and they go nuts still. Look how close he missed it by! Look how close it was! He almost made that! Holy shit! Let's all cheer. No, he missed. Golf's hard, I get it. It's the hardest sport I've ever played. Most humbling sport I've ever played in my life. Because you hit one shot. And it's a great shot. Then you do the exact same thing, at least you think you do, and you chunk it and hit it 60 yards to the right, lands in water, and all you want to do is fucking shotgun a beer, take a Xanax, go home, and cry. But you can't. You know why? Because you have to do 18 more fucking holes worth. I do love golf, though. That's really... It is... Golf is a fun, fun time. Mostly because I go out there with my buddies, we drink 14 beers on the golf course, eat bar food, halfway through. But yeah, now that you're doing that, you can't really eat bar food because the bars are closed inside, which I guess is cool because now you can bring your own beer, save some motherfucking money. Well, Wendy, you want to make some motherfucking money? Yeah. Um, I am still looking to buy a cooler that fits directly in the back of those little things on golf carts because don't know who made those, but I feel like they specifically made them so nothing fits in them. But if someone made a, uh, a cooler that's like in that little V shape, like you know what I'm talking about, where it's not like a fucking perfect square, it kind of goes down at an angle, and that the cooler just fits in that. I guess those soft coolers fit. You get like one of those like mom bags for a fucking soccer game, where you fill it up with juicy juice and fucking orange slices, some fruit snacks perhaps, a Gatorade, some ice cold water. People in the service injury, is it just completely bullshit right now when people don't know how to read a fucking sign and they're just, they're still shocked that you're not open? So my work is currently, we're doing deliveries, infrastructure stuff, and if people want to come and buy something, they have to call ahead. And it says it on the fence when you drive up. It says that at the front door that you have to walk through. It says it at the back door that you have to walk through. It says it at the side door you have to walk through and the two big sliding doors to get stuff in and out of the warehouse. And we sell these fucking morons up. Oh, hello, I need to I need to get the water meter. I'm like, did you call? Oh, no, no. Like, you've been here three times this week. Oh, no. We know, we know call. Oh, we, need, we need call? Yeah, you need to call, you dumb fuck. 
Jesus fucking Christ. I know you can fucking read because you read a fucking... God, dude, so fucking... Don't know if you can tell what accent that was, but it's mostly that. Jesus fucking Christ. And then... Jesus Christ, it's so infuriating. Get out of here, you fucking... You're dirty. I look at... You're covered in fucking shit. Not, Not that you're a dirty people. You as a person are filthy. Literally dirty. Get the fuck away from me. I don't want to touch you. I don't want you touching my pens as you sign your receipt. I don't want to fucking... If you pick something up, you buy that now, you dumb shit. Don't pick it up and then set it back and it will pile of other shit. Stuff and now all that other stuff is now contaminated with your fucking dirty bullshit. And I'm not even talking about fucking the COVID shit. I'm talking about you being a plumber, being covered in human feces, and then coming in and touching stuff and putting it down. You're filthy. Wash your fucking hands, you scumbag. You badass. You fucking dirty fuck. But hey, this is National Beer Day. That's, that's why I'm going to drink a beer today. Not because I do it every day, but because it's National Beer Day. Shit. Just missed my exit. Tight. Uh, yeah, that is, it's just, it's just, just, just humorous of how filthy these people are. And just, they don't, yeah, they don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah. Oh, why, why do I not want to touch you? Because you're dirty. Because you're gross. Look at you. You're covered in fucking shit. I get it. You're working outside. You're going to be dirty. You're going to get dirt on you. If you're a plumber, you're going to get some shit on you. But if you wash your hands off, hey, we're a totally different, totally different uh, conversation we're having. I have gloves here. Put the gloves on. If you don't want to, which I don't blame you because they don't really do anything and they're uncomfortable with dirty hands on, put some gloves on. Or wash your hands. Wash your fucking hands. There's soap right here. There's hand sanitizer on next to the gloves. Don't walk by them. Rub your hands off on your pants. Rub your dirty hands into your dirty pants. Yes. Push whatever's in your pants in your hands. Thank you. Appreciate that. You fucking dirty scumbag piece of shit. I'm losing my shit, boys. I am fucking losing it. I am grateful to have a job. Not bitching about having it at work. I do make jokes about being essential. Means you're actually expendable. I'm kidding. I'm glad I can go to work and have a job. It's not the job that I don't like. It's the fucking people that come in that I fucking cannot stand. And losing it. About to just jump into a rig, drive across the country, take some snaps, take some fucking cracks, get some laps. Damn, that that was unnecessarily awesome. Get some snaps, take some cracks, get some laps. Yeah. Except where you drive a truck, you don't want to lap dance from anybody there. That is disgusting. You don't really want to lap dance from anybody. I don't know why you'd pay someone to rub a fucking dirty cunt across your chest. Get water water all over your fucking collar. Yuck. You smell like a fucking Victoria's Secret hooker fucking convention. Please leave me alone. Why do you... Yeah, every strip club smells the same. It smells like someone jumped into a basket of Bath and Body Works covered with Victoria's Secret fucking hairspray and then ran a marathon while eating Thai food. It's like, I can smell that shit sweating out of your skin. 
I can smell nuggets of sweet and sour sauce. It's leaking out of you. It's disgusting. Why are you so gross? Why are you so sticky? Get a baby wipe. Wipe your fucking shit off, you goddamn dirty bitch. Alright, that's enough ranting from old Randy today. Have a good day, kings. Welcome to my kingdom. You can stay as long as you want. I'm out.